0: Well, welcome to Devil's Trap Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about Satan's pickled beets.
1: WWBD, what would Buffy do? Bronies are magic. And we will reiterate throughout that this episode does not take place in Richardson, Texas.
0: All right, let's do this shit.
1: episode 17 of devil's trap podcast i'm diana i'm liz and this week we're talking about uh season one episode 17 hell house
0: yes hell house i'm so excited to talk about this episode there are so many fun things and i think this is really starting to set the uh tone for why supernatural is so great and all oh, it was hilarious and lore is going to be so exciting i can't wait until we get to it and everybody going you know, hold on to your butts when we get there it's going to be <laughs> so great but what did you decide to drink i know you're on a struggle bus for oh, it i was i couldn't decide what sounded good so this evening i am sipping
1: on high rums special release of dark arts on the rocks with a splash of water in my jerk glass so, yeah
0: i'm wearing a harry potter shirt so i'm here it's actually harry potter slash voldemort mm, yeah. so here for your i'm here dark for dark arts drink.
1: lestrange my,
0: my boobs are here for your for your drink <laughs> i'd have to actually tilt the camera down so you could see my shirt which basically be like here is all of my cleavage Diana. i mean we're, we're close but i mean I've not like you've never head had head. my tits in your face before right, but say, yeah yeah, yeah. i'm drinking I'm drinking Calais and I don't even remember when I opened this. Ooh. Like it could have been Saturday or it could have been last night when I was really tired. That's how long this week has been. I'm like, I don't know. Mm. And I was like, I opened this bottle so I better fricking drink it. Cause it's not cheap. So. Yay. Calais is so good. I'm overdue for some
1: Calais.
0: And it's good. It's the uh, Le exposition. to the oh, Coupe. All right. All
1: right. Uh, Calais wines is another uh, Texas wine uh, out of uh, right outside of High, I think they're technically High as their address on the edge of Johnson they're City. High. Yeah. And then um, originally based in Deep Ellum, now based in, in Dallas and now in High, Texas. And it is a French winemaker uh, who uses all <laughs> Texas grapes. There's your I, for the I, I love i love
0: your information on khalaya yeah. i know we've, we've yeah. talked about them a number of times yeah i think we've mentioned uh, them
1: and of course we've mentioned our friends in high rum obviously also in high so uh, yeah, yeah. It's clearly they need
0: us tell tell stephanie and james to you know, start sponsoring us because we right? drop their name like almost every other episode so
1: like, um I'm like we don't need money we just need like more booze probably or something i don't
0: know if i need more rum well, <laughs> that's true you're pretty well stocked on rum but, but you know like the special like i you know i didn't get the coconut rum maybe i have the mm, coconut rum or i don't i don't know which amazing. one's like yeah
1: coconut is yeah. amazing the orange is fucking great too by the way yeah so yeah
0: anyway, it would go so, really great in our rum trip that's coming up uh, so excited count down. Count down to
1: vacation
0: yes i yeah so ready to be out of work so ready to be out of the freaking U.S. And, yeah so excited like finally at those points negative COVID test fingers crossed um Mm -hmm. my parents got their vaccine today so like Mm -hmm. I'm super happy like it's like light at end of tunnels yes everything is I I don't want to feeling we're feeling
1: like we're on a good path let's put it that way I feel like that's a nice positive way to put it
0: yeah, so. I have a small sense of optimism, which is really yeah. hard for me to get. Yeah. So it's
1: like, wait a minute, who is this person talking about optimism? I don't know you.
0: Well, I'm optimistic that we're gonna kind of come out of this one thing, but I just think this other <laughs> thing is gonna come There's and like the we'll be looking at that light, that light at the end of the tunnel, and then another train is gonna come and hit me from behind. Oh, okay. I mean it'll be yeah. something something worse. Got it. Um I'm still voting for giant lizard people. I am I'm, I'm oh, thinking okay. that is that is coming. Yeah. Yeah that's a good that's a yep. good one yeah
1: um I mean that's that you know giant meteors on the list always right I mean
0: yeah. giant lizards riding meteors Ooh, they're just good. like coming just down like They're just like writing down like a rocket it's like yeah bum, bum.
1: <laughs> very Dr. Strangelove only with uh
0: <laughs> lizard There's people little, on meteors instead hearth, of yeah.
1: instead of uh riding the nuclear bomb there we go yeah yep. so mental pictures for the day of positivity there we go yep
0: <laughs> well I mean I just I think they would be I for one respect my new lizard overlords so you know right. I, I'll, I'll be down with you or the cat overlords as the real case is probably going to be right so so let's just jump into this because I really am yes. excited tell me about tell this. me tell me about this episode Liz all right so this as we said is hell house it originally aired march 30th 2006 uh it was directed by chris long and diana's making a face because what's march 30th diana my birthday yeah it is so we're real close to diana's birthday uh this will come out uh about a week before it so um so it's directed by chris long and he is the only episode of supernatural he did but he did a a ton of other stuff including winning a butt ton of awards for being the lead director and executive producer on the Americans so really highly responsible for that show which someday I'll watch that uh, yeah. I like the spy drama but there's no wizards in it and I'm like I don't know if I want to watch <laughs> I mean you put you put like a witch in it and maybe I'll watch it you know vampire, vampire is coming vampire. yeah are yeah. a vampire witch or a vampire vampire Russian agents if you anyone wants to do that reboot like I'm down with that uh it was written by uh trey calloway also only episode of supernatural we ever did but i, I really love his writing uh, this is also the first episode to air on thursday night so this is when they switched from tuesday to thursdays on cw so this is where everything kind of started why our podcast comes out on Thursdays because we're just yeah. following that tradition. So, uh yeah, so that's kind of the background information. And I think we're going to go head into the first thing, which is about the location of this episode. <laughs> so, in this location, we start off in quote unquote Richardson, Texas. And Diana's going to say a lot of things. I'm going to say one thing before she starts off on her tangent. And there's going to be a lot of Diana tangents on this. Uh, but My firm belief is that they did it in Richardson because that is where Jensen Ackles was born. All right, go, Diana. Express your feelings. I will just say as someone that currently lives in the Dallas
1: Metroplex area, actually in Dallas, and has personally lived in Richardson for an extended period of time in the past, and my husband lived in in Richardson for an extended period of time in the past, I went to school, and college, undergrad and grad school in Richardson. Pretty fucking familiar with Richardson, that's not fucking richardson at all there are no random forests that with hills i'm just saying <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't exist there and then you what know does talk it about, exist
0: there there's a lot of targets and a lot of it's like mean, super and it fucking suburban well it's as super as as suburban bees.
1: but it's also super like and they kind of make it country as fuck and we'll get into that too it's actually like super fucking diverse and like you know, a huge, um, there's a huge Asian American population in Richardson. Um, there's like, um, um, uh, Middle Eastern population there. There's like all these markets and restaurants because it's like this super like worldly, like little suburban city and they made it fucking podunk woodsy town. <laughs> That's what I have to say about it to start off. I'll have more comments. I'm sure I, I literally start off with, um, dot, 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 not Richardson in my notes <laughs> for this week. So So I was like, Richardson, this is going to be awesome. And then within the first like minute, I'm like, oh no, this is not fucking
0: Richardson. Well, also, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, um, really hard to uh, replicate Richardson in Vancouver. So, and I think, you know, we'll see throughout the series, there really do a lot. There are some cities, I think, but, you know, I think a lot of this just goes with like what we can film in and around Vancouver, right? So a lot easier a lot and cheaper. In Texas.
1: There's a lot of cities in Texas. <laughs> just saying. I get the tie-in for it, but I'm just saying. Anyway. They could have picked we'll get, another we'll get, name. I'll get, I'll get well, let's I'll call like it. Well, it's
0: like Richardson Dew. This is like, you know, the, the, other, the other Richardson that's further Richards, on the map. Richardsonville. Further, <laughs> further east or somewhere near. Like, somewhere on the road from 35 going down right. there's you're gonna have a problem with that too i know uh,
1: don't worry yeah yeah. don't worry you're gonna jump ahead okay. of my notes so let's just, let's I, just start the episode let's All start right. talking
0: about the episode because yep. i've got notes
1: okay. for the record so, i'm wearing a texas shirt on principle because of this episode too yeah
0: Yep. So uh it is a very lovely shirt she'll post a picture i'm sure it says texas dames and that's pretty cool uh so all right we have some teenagers are going up to our run old rundown house which duh like what why are you doing that dumbasses like what do you think Th- this is gonna is, happen Is
1: this in our rules of like you don't go into an abandoned, an abandoned places after
0: dark we if it's not rules. it should be um definitely like don't go into our root cellar. or i have a comment on that too but so Dumbass teenagers go in and there's a bunch of symbols that are painted on the floor and the walls and it's dark but you can still kind of see there's there's spookiness everywhere and they're like well they say it lives in the root cellar well also we don't have root cellars in texas nope. that's on my list too <laughs>
1: nope like you might find a tornado shelter and once in a while you'll find a commercial building that has like an old basement but there's not any fucking root cellars here you yeah, can't do it it will collapse on itself and you will die and your house will fall in on you
0: Yeah yeah there. so so no that, this room was wrong uh so we know that's wrong however i do love the guy who goes down there and is like oh look it's an evil reed seller you know where Satan cans all his vegetables so i wrote
1: that down too that was hilarious yeah. <laughs> Satan so I, cans I, all his vegetables i was i, very- I
0: will All in the Satan's vegetable canning area, or something of that like, throughout this episode because I love the idea of Satan canning peaches or whatever he is. Satan, you just want to
1: talk about Satan's cans.
0: Yeah, Satan's cans, Satan's pickles. Like there should be a whole line of Satan's pickles. They're a little fiery and spicy, and maybe I'll do that with if I get a cucumber batch this year. I'll (laughs) I'll I'll do a whole thing on there. he also calls him skank filled jars <laughs> i'm just like huh. and then he's being a dick and what happens when you're being a dick so he's laughing like huh, huh, i don't see anything scary <laughs> and then like oh shit there's a chick hanging here yeah yep, that's what you get for being a dick
1: you go in an abandoned place you act like an asshole and then you find a dead person that's that's how it goes apparently yeah, pretty much so so we cut right after that to um the uh the brothers so we've got um uh, De- uh sam and dean driving um dean driving a uh, baby down quote unquote i-35 But <laughs> apparently, in their world i-35 is a two-lane highway with woods on either side. don't use
0: the word highway no i don't even know if i would call that a highway <laughs> so yeah two-lane country road
1: with, yeah i would like- say like
0: it could be i-35 business which is yeah, like maybe. does does go off on that but no not
1: in North Texas. No. Look like that though. Not. I
0: was Texas. like, if they which, were going to straight- be clear. And to be clear,
1: just so everybody is aware, Richardson, Texas, is a suburb immediately north of Dallas, Texas. Like literally, it touches Dallas. It shares. It's partially in Dallas County, partially in Collin County, which they did get right, but that's okay. And then, which we'll get to, but they. It is literally touching Dallas. It has major fucking highways through it, so this yeah. would not be. Well,
0: happening. they also said they were a couple. This is the only way it justifies they, they justify it. I was like, well, if they were coming straight down from Oklahoma. They could have been taking 35 straight down. However, I've driven straight down 35 from Oklahoma and it is not a two lane highway. I just go through some podunk areas, but it's never, it's always highway. Like, um, I also said it's not I-35 because traffic is moving. Uh, yeah. There's so- no,
1: const- there's no <laughs> construction. There's no traffic and it's, not enough lanes and there's not a median so it's like i mean even oklahoma i'm like oklahoma has a little hilliness to it but it's not that wooded it's just like that part of it so i was very however had they gone with east texas which they reference this being east texas which it is not it is north texas east texas would look more like this funny enough it would just not be in fucking richardson so yeah, you also can see it is wooded (laughs)
0: Yeah. And you can see a sign in the background that says 21 Texas East, which I'm oh like, that's not a thing. Um, so uh, I will wow. say I'm 35 too. We had uh, one of my coworkers, uh, she lives in California. And she came to visit her parents in Dallas and rented an RV because she was going down to Seguin, which she was hilariously calling like Seguin. And I'm like, oh, honey, now it's Seguin. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was taking the RV down 35 and got to experience the there are concrete barriers on the side of I35 outside mm-hmm. of outside of about about 45 minutes outside of dallas proper but those have been there i swear to god since i got a driver's license like i for the last like 30 years there have been concrete barriers on the side of that that have freaked me the fuck out as i'm driving because i hate them and usually it's it's like
1: like a a foot off of the lane line like it's not there's no shoulder it's like one foot off the lane line is a concrete barrier because that highway is under construction for eternity by the time they finish it it will be so outdated that they'll have to start all over again which is i think what's happened before and why they've never i think
0: yeah i think that's what happened like there's no like i swear to god (laughs) i've passed the same construction on the same time and i also just wonder if like i don't i've rarely actually seen any construction workers there so i think they just put up stuff and then like maybe like once a week like bob comes out and he like hammers something and then he like goes away and but yeah, it's also I don't want to be sitting the whole time going off in of 35, but yeah, it's full of like, full of um 18 wheelers and it's scary. I've been on it in ice, it's it's not a it's a terrible road and I will put add an extra hour to every trip to avoid it. Man. So I don't,
1: I'm not quite that committed. I've I've driven it many times driven it a few weeks ago, but uh it's not it's not great
0: okay okay all right. so all right back. so
1: we're back to the car we're in the car we're on not i-35 and um dean's driving and decides and sees that sam's passed out and thinks he's gonna be funny and sticks a spoon in his mouth and snaps a picture while he's driving I, 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 and I was
0: like I was like plastic spoon in mouth I don't get it as a I prank did. but it was I like neither it's I'm not like, that funny but i'm also like, like, like up your nose over. okay
1: okay but like in your mouth i'm like mm. and then sam was really upset when he wakes up about it but I was like that wasn't that bad of a prank but no. either way prank war starts apparently it's now it's because
0: it's a prank war i love prank war yeah. all right so
1: yeah and then uh yeah and you shouldn't be taking pictures like that and acting like that while you're driving it's not safe
0: no especially pre-smartphone like that was an old flip phone like i don't like, even imagine. really
1: work at it to take a picture like, <laughs> like picture- 17 steps <laughs>
0: I really want to know what picture came out in that phone like I wonder if they kept that. it that would be great it, like there's a there's an SD card somewhere with all the pictures they took on those shitty phones uh but yeah so we get a prank war and we get the gist of the story we've got a misogynist that ghosts, there's yeah. a dead girl hanging in a cellar she was gone yeah. by the time we were there but then we start getting to some good stuff so how did Sam find out about it because he was surfing some local paranormal websites and yep. what did he
1: find? He found uh, hellhoundslair.com and found this and- an account about the um, some uh, the Hell House.
0: Yeah, and This is so great. This is one of those things that I love. So, of course, everybody when this episode aired, immediately went to, well, I'm going to go to hellhoundslayer.com and yeah. CW made a real fucking website. And so it was real, but it was like not not real. Like, it was it was a tie-in that the, the producers made. And there were pictures from the characters, ghost encounter, and also stories submitted by the fans that were related to urban legends. Yeah. Um, and if you go to it now, the URL does redirect to the official CW website but if you go into the wayback machine of internet archive Mm -hmm. um there's a bunch of captures on it it changed throughout the years too so if you really want to spend some time you can go down and go through the different versions of it but we'll give you a link to one of the the first ones that came out in 2006 it's super fun um bloody mary's on there a whole bunch of just like the 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 stories in the show and i just think it's it's a lot of fun and i think it was really great that they did that
1: Definitely. Definitely. They, 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 they tied it in appropriately. That was, that's clever. And it was a a good attention to detail to do that.
0: I thought so. Good, good thinking
1: guys. (laughs) Also they probably knew if they didn't, someone else was going to do it.
0: (laughs) It True. Well, let's save my domain. Mm -hmm. But so uh one of the things uh the dean says is most of those websites wouldn't know a ghost if it bit him in the persqueeter and i will say this is the first time i ever heard the word persqueeter. Wow. uh i had to look it up on uh, urban dictionary basically whatever is the slang term for genitalia specifically a woman's. uh there was a show about the bushes and that came out before this that it was like the mm-hmm. first lady's And i guess it was time of barbara bush's snatch um i don't know i don't even know what the show was and i'm not gonna look into bush's bush like i'm, I'm cool with not knowing about about <sighs> her about her bush anyways so interesting yeah
1: yep. so they just they're, they're going back and forth about this like saying like well the cops don't th- the cops think it was just a prank um and that because the, the body wasn't there when they showed up but we should probably go check it out anyways and um of course once again
0: is this our thing is it not our thing at least it was it was shorter this time it was, it was like it was like why the fuck not like dad like yeah. dad left he had nothing else to do right.
1: Like was- might as well go hunt some shit while we're just waiting around for dad to go run off these other people yeah yep.
0: so um
1: yeah and then and then uh dean decides to crank some music and uh it's not jammed music at all but he is jamming out do
0: you have any comments on who his band is this band is
1: called uh Mara, and the song is called jaded little love song on the netflix version and that is what i heard and i was like very the song versus his rock out attitude were not like it was in beat but it, like the the song was not rocking like that the band is literally described as a jazz rock quartet <laughs> And he is, like, you know, beating on the freaking, like, steering wheel and, like, rocking out. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's not, that's not
0: Yeah, originally, this was Fire of Unknown Origin by Blue Oyster Cult. So, probably made a lot more sense. And I still, like, there's a couple other times, I'm like, dude, I know, like, that was an expensive copyright. But it's kind of the point of this episode. Like, pay for that shit? Like,
1: it ties in, obviously, in this episode. So, it's kind of weird
0: yeah, so, uh, yeah the, so like where do we find these kids and sam's like same place you always find kids in a town like this i'm like so the burger joint like, yeah so it's like even a random small town ass, like like yeah. no no po down kids are not hanging out at the burger joint they're getting drunk in a field they are getting drunk on the side of the road they're at somebody's house they're not hanging out at the burger place this is not friday night lights i don't even know where they got that shit like no we don't hang out at fast food places we're mm-hmm. getting drunk on tractors like that's what's happening in these towns
1: I went to a coffee shop a lot when I was a teenager or IHOP, but.
0: Well, you lived in the city though. I mean, I live in the city. Suburbs. Hu- yeah, not a yeah. city. Yeah, yeah I, I hung out at a coffee shop. We hung in a Taco Bell and I also hung out at bars at, starting when I was 14. So oh, I God. that's what happens in a city. Like yeah. suburbs, drunken field. Sorry, that's just, that's the kid's MO. <sighs>
1: so anyway, so it's the rodeo drive-in, which is a real country looking spot that uh, I've never been to a place like this before as someone who's lived in texas my entire life but i've been to a lot of little like, fun, <laughs> funky little burger places but not like that it's just weird
0: i mean it was kind of a cross between like an like a dairy queen which i would i get yeah. like yeah. like probably a dairy queen in a smaller town like i'm not i'm okay with the aesthetic of the burger place uh, but i still don't think the kids would have been there
1: no and they don't reference rodeos that much in richardson probably but that's okay yeah
0: if it had been so... a dairy queen i totally would have bought this by the way yeah yeah for sure
1: um and so they start you start here they actually did a really cool scene here where they get all the witnesses reports I really liked how this was done where they're the hopping jump from, like yeah. yeah the jump shot from like this person's take for this person's take like the four like three of the witnesses here that they talked to about what they what they saw that night and all of them are kind of varying of course like like you would expect um so that was kind of a cool little like you know take on how to get that information from them without having to go through the one-on-one interview of Dean awkwardly trying to ask questions and then Sam having to be empathetic and then not. And then like, it was a whole, we didn't have to go through that, which was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't miss it.
1: (laughs) I didn't either. I was like, oh, this was a neat, neat way to get like, boom, 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 get through those. Um, So then they figure out that they need to go to find Craig, his little ringleader of this. um, And he works at the record shop. Of course, and, and this now.
0: is a good record shop for
1: what this. It's a small cool record store. I'm like, TSOL, oh, Offspring, Lost Boys posters on the
0: wall. I'm like, all right, all right. yeah. They also don't exist in small, podent towns. They just don't. There is like in used- the
1: suburbs. They do. So you would have found In the it.
0: suburbs, yes. But there's like. One, like, I know of, like, one small town that has, like, this amazing record store, co- record collection, but it is out by, uh, like, Luling or some one of the barbecue places, and it was mm-hmm. one of the guys who used to be, uh, he basically ran Bear Family Records, and uh, Willie Nelson did his first demo there, like, with that, with that, yeah. so that record store is amazing, but it also wasn't this punk rock, and this was a huge, this is, like, a big city record store. So I'm saying that this
1: is, this is definitely a rock and roll shop. So, yep. so they find him, um, and uh, they say that they're from the Dallas Morning News. Okay, good. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the that- real. That's the that is the main paper here, <laughs> and uh, and so they start to trying to get like the the myth oh, from you're, him.
0: You're going to skip this. You're gonna skip oh, one of my ahead. favorite lines from this, oh, yeah. where Craig's like, "No way, I'm a writer too. I write for my school's lit magazine." And Dean's like, "Well, good for you, Morrissey." And I'm like, "Yeah, Morrissey reference. Woohoo!" Sorry.
1: There are a lot of good one-liners in this episode. A yeah. lot. So oh. um, yeah. So anyway, so Craig tells him the story that his that he says his cousin Dana told him about uh, Mordecai Murdoch and how he. Killed his daughters and blah 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 because he'd rather str- hang them than let them starve to death back in the day in this house so there's the, the myth and um so they're like okay well that's fucked up so yep. we're gonna go check the house out
0: yep and we get to see the creepy house kind of in daylight and i don't think there's a giving too much away in terms from the first one to this one however they get some shit wrong because of course <laughs> they do because it wouldn't be or i I at least wouldn't be a nerd if i didn't notice what they got wrong Mm -hmm. so they're looking around at stuff and sam's like that reverse cross has been used by satanists for centuries but this sigil sigil sulfur didn't show up in san francisco until the 60s one that's not the sigil sulfur that's a jerusalem cross which we've talked about before in this episode if you look at the sigil sulfur it looks like a dick um so it's pretty much it's um a double cross and underneath it's an infinity side so basically you have a shaft and like two balls underneath it yeah I've seen um, yeah that. yeah. it's also known as a leviathan cross and that was a symbol for the al- alchemical al- element sulfur brimstone, which is you know alchemy has been around since the middle ages um It did get taken over by Anton LaVey in the 60s, and you know, but there's no history of it being a symbol of Satanism outside of LaVey's usage. So, there he is kind of right that it didn't show up until the 60s, but it was there, it just wasn't a symbol of Satanism until then. Um, also, that's just not it. So, I was like, but that's okay,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then there's another symbol on the wall that's kind of got like it's kind of looks like a like a plus sign with like kind of a hook at the bottom and they and dean is just like in his fresh paint he's just convinced he's seen it before but he can't
0: figure out where yeah he's like, i don't know i don't know so, and they hear a noise and what do we find what do we find, what do we find uh, ghost fun nerds <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so these it's- two like ghost hunter dudes like <laughs> nerdy paranormal investigators for from hellhounds lair
0: it's ed and harry and then we get the best pissing contest ever love it so much and like harry mansplains emf to them and the boys yeah. are just have like the best like reaction to them, oh, yeah. and they're just like oh tell me more i don't know mm-hmm. it's so great and i love how they're like oh i saw a ghost once and like this vase fell off but like we didn't see the vase fall right. off like we just heard it and it was like and then they're also you find out they're high like <laughs> I yeah. love you so much. Yeah. No,
1: their their characters are are definitely something that like really really entertained me in this episode. Of
0: oh no! Such an entertaining episode. Ah! Yeah. So, so we they cut, go back. Hunt. We
1: cut to the um Collin County courthouse, which actually Richardson is partially in Collin County, partially in Dallas County. I also want
0: everyone to know, Diana is putting her finger up in the air in a very authoritative professor. I'm pointing
1: to drive this point home, but that was actually accurate, except for the fact that downtown Richardson, there isn't like, it doesn't look like that at all. Downtown Plano does, but not Richardson. So either way. Um, So they go to Collin County Public Library. Well, Sam comes out from the library uh, and uh, my notes once again say, okay, accurate naming but it's still not Richardson. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so apparently Sam was looking at the history of the house and figuring out who actually lived there, and he figures out that it wasn't some, like, dad and, like, a bunch of girls. It was a dad and, like, two sons. So the legend that, that, they're, that Craig was referencing is inaccurate. And Dean has been off looking for missing persons reports, and there is none for a female that matches the varying descriptions of the chick that the guys saw. So... Uh, So they still don't think. So now at this point they're like, maybe this isn't one of our cases. Maybe this is not our thing. Maybe it's just a stupid fucking prank after all.
0: Yeah. Um. Sigh. Yeah. So that happens again, and then we get a radio prank, and Dean's not impressed, but I thought it was funny. Um. So Sam pranks him with some high, loud Latino music, which is great. Yes. So we go back, we're back to another group of kids going in the house. Uh, And this chick is dared to go in to steal a jar from Satan's vegetable cellar. And I'm also like, where are those jars there?
1: Which is very weird. Like, those are very resilient jars that they're still like on these shelves. Also, I think it's hilarious that she would rather go into a haunted house risking death to steal a jar than make out with this guy. Because that's what they gave her the alternative to do in the dare. It's fair. I mean, uh, no, no, no.
0: And um, I, 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 yeah. Sometimes I was like, yeah. Okay, you
1: really over the random makeout somebody gross
0: well i'm not that really you know i'm not that picky but i mean uh, (laughs) saying
1: like uh yeah fuck fuck this house I'll, I'll, uh you get the random make out or i'll just be a brat and not play the game and leave (laughs) because
0: i'm an asshole like that (laughs) like
1: i'm not gonna play anymore
0: i'm Hmm. dead so she goes down to satan's vegetable cellar and i'm like who keeps locking this door (laughs) right
1: (laughs) like that's a little freaky that's always locked and
0: uh she chooses the pink jar well was, hold on. like
1: this is what you also see in the mirror right before that you see something following her with a rope oh, in the I mirror behind it. her yeah it's just very brief and it's very subtle but i saw a mirror and i'm like son of a bitch fucking mirrors you know how i feel about fucking mirrors i knew there'd be something in the goddamn mirrors i was watching it and there was but it was very subtle and very brief you saw like the fig- a, a male figure in the in the mirror behind her and then uh she drops the fucking jar of pink shit right and then instead of going closer to the stairs, she runs further into the fucking cellar because that makes sense. Like, oh, I
0: heard a noise. Like, what? it makes no sense and then we finally get to see Mordecai and he's this ghost in a cowboy hat with overalls and he's so funny looking I'm like I would have like cracked my shit I'm like this is the ghost I get like this is what you're no no I'm sorry this is a. you have a terrible hat on and Jessica with your overalls like Mordecai you're scaring nobody but apparently you're scaring her because you kill her yeah yeah, oh, yeah. I, would, I would
1: have been scared but it was it was kind of a goofy looking ghost but yeah <laughs> um so anyways the uh we cut to the next morning a crime scene um at the house during the daytime and the brothers were walking up so apparently everybody thinks this is a suicide well and poor girl
0: was gonna go to ut in a full ride i know
1: i like god i know i was like dang you know, like she definitely did not kill herself
0: it's just well i mean also awesome. i'm
1: not saying not yeah. i'm, <laughs> just, I'm <laughs> just saying
0: anyways in in the
1: in the subject of the story for humor's sake i'm saying that in real life yeah anything i get it um but yeah so anyways so obviously now the guys are like well maybe it is our thing after all again
0: yeah at least i didn't say it out loud i don't think they did but they think they missed something and they're like okay like what did we miss We are gonna go back so cut to the next scene and cops are finally being they're sort of being smart i'm gonna have a lot of problems with some of the police work in this episode but again no they actually uh, are
1: Parting a site where something happened, which doesn't happen frequently on this show. So I'm yeah. really impressed.
0: Well, and I'm like, oh, hey, this is a place where teenagers like to come in and break in after dark. Something happened at dark. Right. Maybe we should station some Keep officers here. Yeah. We don't, we're not going to station our best officers, clearly. We're going to, we're going to, somebody who is, you know, on the bottom of the barrel, I'll get stationed right. here. But, but, hey, Ed and Harry, you're back.
1: Yes, the, our, our good old pair, I think I just call them like the hellhound guys, but they, uh they show up so they get so of course the, the brothers use that as an ex, like use them as bait to get distract the <laughs> cops while they go into the house so they can with in. a
0: ghostbuster diversion by the way which, which was-, was really funny <laughs> yep
1: um and then um they go down to the cellar Dean, well, dean's still annoyed can't figure say- the symbol yeah up. yeah Satan, still annoyed satan's canning because- cellar
0: yep yeah,
1: so we're back and vegetable <laughs> and um uh, dean dares sam to take a swig from one of them which is fucking gross
0: yeah no thanks i mean unless, like, it wasn't like even was like pickled eggs like i'm not going to be drinking out of something like no i mean but also like why does it look like formaldehyde why are you pink were there beets in it i want to know like what yeah. and also why is it pink there, wasn't much,
1: there wasn't much there wasn't much like solid stuff in there there's a lot of clear so there was the a pink
0: jar broke why is the pink jar back that's a good point i missed that is is, is satan right? like, making, right. like making like making like it's still can. satan's he still, still canon can. man you can't you he's can't like, stop him And he's like man winter is coming i gotta be prepared you never know like there could be another snow <gasps> apocalypse I get, I'm, we're not, I'm not gonna be stuck in the cellar without, <laughs> <my beats." laughs> without, my, without my canned beets um <laughs>
1: i like that satan's taking on a really country accent between us now too i think that's really good
0: i think satan always speaks to the country accent yeah, yeah. i mean he did go down to georgia he did go down to georgia my brain, my brain actually went there too so yeah we got we, southern southern <laughs> satan okay. um so we get a scary cabinet and there's rats and yeah. sam's but, like
1: <laughs> wait, while they're while they're staring at the fucking rats
0: what's behind them <laughs> doofy ass ghost but, oh, eyes.
1: but they look like weird laser thingies like a halloween yeah i know
0: i am totally not afraid of this character but also like sam is a really good point where he's like would you rather you know would you rather rats than a ghost or would rather it be a ghost i'm like fuck yeah i'd rather be a ghost than fucking rats like that's disgusting no i don't um, have rats no 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 um okay so but then they start shooting at uh mordecai and they're like he's immune to Roxol. and i'm like cool also i know you created a version but where the fuck are the cops? Like yeah, like there is a
1: shotgun blast going off in the basement of the house. The cops were just like briefly probably questioning and chasing off the paranormal like, dudes.
0: How fast did Ed and Harry run? Like, did they run really far? Like, I don't think they did, but like they, they don't look like the athletic type. No, no, they did they they were probably high and they're not that, you know, they don't they did not do their cardio. Um so anyway so they come back you know they're like oh so they're they're running out and we get this great sweet lord of the rings line from the nerds because i love them um Mm -hmm. and then of course they get busted by the cops so maybe the cops came back because they heard the shotgun noises and then they got ed and harry i don't know
1: but the guys do get to see the the paranormal um guys and harry they they do possibly have um uh, see the spirit at the door and maybe have it on yeah. camera at this point
0: their, so. their first ghost encounter oh boys Aww. are so lucky oh it's your first time uh, but then we're gonna go to the world's best motel oh my uh,
1: god this i want to stay in this motel yep
0: i, I have it, this too. yep yeah this, this is why West-, West western in did you and there are cows on the doors like that how you mark yeah. the room numbers and, yeah. and eventually there's there's an armadillo statue yeah long horns on the wall yeah. like, oh my god yeah yeah i yeah. really really and like cute, even
1: the cute little fucking notepad has a little rope trim on it like uh i want to stay in this place i definitely yep. want to. the stupid towels have like cowboys printed on them it's fucking adorable i want to stay <laughs> yeah, in this we'll, adorable
0: we'll get place. to my notes on the towel later because okay. i, I want to i do have some notes on the towel <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah so they're there and they're like dean's just drawing the symbol over and over and he's like where have i seen it where have i seen it and then they figure out the website is updating with story is like oh well that's probably not good that's probably mm-hmm. something and then finally dean has a light bulb moment i wish they had like a little light bulb that went up above, yeah. above his head i bing! Like, no. I know what we're doing and so they go back to the record store all right so we leave the cool hotel and we go back to the record store and what do we find out
1: Dean realizes the symbol that they were, he was recognized repeatedly in the house is from Blue Oyster Cult record.
0: So do people who are into Blue Oyster Cult, do they really call them BOC? Is that a thing? Uh, He's like, do you like Blue Oyster Cult BOC? I'm like, is that? I don't... I've never heard that. I mean, but I don't really know a lot of people that are into Blue Oyster Cult, really. So you ask your dad. Your dad would probably know. <laughs> I bet he would. Yep. So Craig confesses that he and Dana staged the whole thing and there's this really great like And another hold
1: on relevant to regional information. She was for they say he said that she was home from TCU, which isn't that far. But that is a regional, that's a big college in Fort Worth. There we
0: go it is yep Uh, i think she's in dorms putting her ghost makeup on like she's doing some good ghost makeup i'm like good for you you're doing this like pre-youtube really like uh, good good for you with them not not a lot of tutorials tutorials
1: on like the on how to look like a dead girl
0: yeah Yeah. ulta wasn't shipping shit to your house like you know you you did a great job with this so kudos to you dana even though you know so you're kind
1: of of a bitch for putting this prank together
0: it's (laughs) It's a a good prank
1: it is fucked up it is not a good prank this is fucked up prank
0: I think it's hilarious, but you know, I, I would totally do this to people. Uh, But then of course I would, I would end up actually getting killed by the ghost. I had the most horrific dream last night where it was kind of a nightmare and it was this house that was haunted and like the ghost was being a real big dick and you like kept moving pictures around and I was really upset I'm like will you stop moving fucking pictures like it takes me forever to put these up and I was like this is so annoying I was like texting my landlord I'm like did you know this place is fucking haunted like why didn't you ever tell me this place is this haunted and I was getting really mad and yeah
1: so, so your poltergeist your just annoyingly move photos
0: yeah it was like moving photos to like scare me and i'm like th- this is so hard to get this straight like why are you like pushing these <laughs> around in the wall oh my God. yeah uh, yeah it was although it did still wake me up and you know but this is awesome for you guys if you're not listening to this in time but this is the day after the first work day after daylight savings time spring forward and fuck. Uh, yeah. This. Like I I'm already like, I didn't sleep well. I had nightmares about annoying ghosts. And then I had to wake up and the sun was was not up and my alarm was coming yeah. off. And I was like, what is happening? I'm like, oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah.
1: It's stupid. Hopefully they keep talking about like doing away with it.
0: Hopefully. Yeah. So I had lunch with a friend yesterday and he said the reason they keep it is because no longer because of farmers, but that people shop more. And I'm like, who's leaving their house to shop? like do people buy things outside of like their computer I don't, I didn't understand yes. how this works
1: yes they do Liz I mean not as much during a pandemic but they do otherwise
0: that's silly like why well, uh, there's also new no stores near me so I'm like I don't understand like how like there's no sourpuss store near I miss, me <laughs> I,
1: miss, I miss shopping places um yeah. <clears throat>
0: anyways okay so we're gonna go back to the greatest motel ever and sam is showering and dean somehow finds itching powder like like from like what do you find
1: like the fucking joke store spencer's gifts or some shit like what the fuck is this archie
0: mcphee there like where (laughs) do you find itching powder like see that's something you could order on the internet archie mcphee would deliver to you
1: yeah that's
0: Uh, true so he's putting it in Sam's underwear. And this this is where Sam comes out in this great old West Town. And I'm like, best hotel ever. And mm-hmm. I did have to rewind it a bunch of times to see what was on the on the towel. And it was that, very hard. that's what you were looking at. Yeah, it was it was just, so just trying, difficult. See, just, just trying to see the, print yeah, on the like, towel. Yeah, doo, doo. Uh, this is actually a really great gift of <laughs> just like going back and forth to the towel and Sam half naked. So uh lucky. good good on you. You you did your sit ups and your push-ups and <laughs> good for you man um <laughs> <laughs> so so but sam does have a theory he has a theory like yep. he's his half naked theory so it's very distracting it's like what if mordecai was a tulpa it's a tolpa, a t- tibetan thought form so i mean really so a tulpa do you, i think you know this requires some more diana I think is we, it time for lore yeah it is time for lore And I will say, okay. So maybe you had heard of topas before, but have you heard about what a topomancer is? No. No. It's gonna get so good. This is be so good. All right. All right. So the basic history of topas. So topas are also known as thought forms. Um, it's something Tibetan mystics have practiced as a method to create sentient beings from the power of concentrated thought. And we'll talk about this in the next scene, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it now. Um, the sigil that we see later um, is actually Sanskrit that was adapted into Tibetan script and was a combination of three phonetic symbols, Sa, La, and Pa, to create their old Topa. And traditionally, in addition to making a sigil, monks would chant while collectively concentrating on three different points of energy, focus on ideas until they created a physical object. And usually these objects are small like a cup, like they talk about later, like a bowl or a piece of fruit. And it was rare that they would attempt to make this a person. And the term tulpa began circulating in Western culture around 1929, following the publication of magic and mystery in Tibet by the Belgian and French explorer, you can use my French voice, Alexandre de Venier. I don't know. So, um, so the author who reported observing the practice in Tibet claimed to have created a tulpa of her own. Also, she was a female Belgian French explorer who went to Tibet in the twenties. that's about us. Um, but she created Fire Tuck. So she created tulpa named Fire Tuck. So this world of tulpa was limited to Tibet and the mystics and occultists until around 2009 when discussions surrounding Topas started appearing in 4chan and some of the members of 4chan started experimenting then in 2012 one of the most fascinating online groups of fandom ever in the world get on the action and that would be the brownies so all right (laughs) yeah so for those of you who don't know about the bronies what the fuck are you living uh but so pretty much the fandom of my little pony since so then and also one of the girls at the beginning of this episode Brett Irvin. she did the voice for a number of my little pony things including a couple episodes of friendship is magic and equestria girls so just like uh, there's a tie in there so Bronies create a Reddit board and so they started making characters from their favorite characters and they became Topa Mancers. Then manga and anime and gamers started joining. And now the Topa subreddit has over 35,000 members. So there is also a dedicated Discord server and a number of other websites and forums. And I really want a picture of your eyes right now because you are going big. Like I knew they would. <laughs> like what? All right. So, how does one define? a tulpamancer. So tulpamancers are people who conjure tulpas, duh, and experience their imaginary companions as semi-permanent, non-threatening auditory hallucinations. Other sense modalities like touch, emotions, and vision are also recruited into the experience. So how does this work? So tulpas most often assume human form, but many are imagined within a continuum of humanoid variations with a gender fluid gender-neutral or pan-ethnic traits. Phantom culture drawn from fantasy-oriented genres also frequently prompts the forcing of non-human tulpas such as elves or ponies. Human hosts or tulpamancers mediate their practice through open-ended how-to guides and discussion forums on the internet. Topa creation is seen as a way to build a relationship with someone that can understand, accept, and bond with you on a level beyond what is actually possible with another person. So according to one survey, most respondents uh, doing reported they did meditation. Uh, 54% said that. 25% said they went through hy- hypnosis. 21% said they used both meditation and hypnosis. And 31% of the samples said they took part in neither. Uh, so a topa is an entity that's created in the mind, acting independently of and parallel to one's own consciousness. They are able to think and have their own free will, emotions, and memories. So some terminology within the Tulpa mansi community, foreseeing is the act of focusing thoughts on your Tulpa, willing your Tulpa into existence, using mental processes to help your Tulpa grow. Mind voice is what is heard in your head when you or your tulpa speaks or thinks. Plural is the state of having more than one person personality in a a body. It's the broad term. And a singlet is a person who is alone in their head with no tulpas or any sort of alternate personalities. Uh, Yeah, Diana's head is exploding right now and it's amazing. So people
1: intentionally created multiple personalities for
0: themselves? Kind of. Basically... To put it in a, a shorter form, it's a real life imaginary friend. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna. I really. I'm not gonna yuck their yum, and we'll go through why I'm not going to in a minute. But yeah. so within this community, creating tulpa is seen as a lifelong commitment. It's not one that ends when the tulpa starts speaking. Uh, They're not seen as spirits or supernatural beings, nor do they have magical powers or any influence on things outside of your mind and body. They're not demons. They are not a manifestation of your subconsciousness, and they aren't the devil trying to entice you to do evil. Tulpa Mancers also create Wonderlands, a mental environment where the host and the Tulpa can interact visually with each other without the need for the host to impose their t- Tulpa into their physical environment. A Wonderland can be revisited at any time, and it may change under your will, your Tulpa's will or unconsciously. It could be seen as a single room or as large as the entire universe or even a void of nothingness. So basically, so you're creating these external entities that think on their own. And then you also can create a place for you and your tulpa to interact. And usually most of the people who've done this have like multiple tulpas. I had a lot of fun going down these, uh, the rabbit hole of this. Hmm. All right. So what does one do with their tulpa after you create it? So these are some quotes from different, uh, some from the Reddit site, some from tuple.org or which um, just other things I found. So, so one person says, we like to hike, go out to eat, well, used to when we were safe, and play video games. We went to the zoo a year or two ago, which is pretty cool. Another one said, we play games together, like Space Engineers, Wimworld, among others. Usually we each get a character, or we strategize together, and it's worked remarkably well. We have a lot of fun. It makes these games way more fun than if I just played them alone. Another one says, we like playing video games while co-fronting. So co-fronting is when you're bo- both the Tulpa and the ne- the mancer are basically having thoughts and conversations. They also like going for walks and watching shows together. We also recently got into podcasts together. So uh, if you and your Tulpa want to listen to our podcast, I encourage you. Um. And another one said, "So far, road trips, walks, and telling stories have been our favorite things to do together." So I think you. Know, one of the broad questions is sex. Are are they having sex with their tulpas? So uh part this part is coming from the vice article on the subject so Topa sex is a controversial subject in the community imagine how that would make them feel writes link zelda the anonymous author of a Topa creation guide that they were only created as a sex doll however is sex a part of a close relationship that's another story in short yeah we have said scoots one of the three my little pony style Topas created by uh hosted by nick all three of us had had sex with our host at one point or another Another person said, "We totally bang. I guess you're, you know, asking about the mechanics of it. It's like jerking off, but you mentally disassociate with the actual world and just go nuts in the wonderland." And another person on a forum, which I kind of like this one, is like, I never got the sexual attraction to one Tulpa's thing. To me, they're my friends, yet not friends, me, yet not me, family, yet not family. Of course, I made them both visually appealing young ladies, yet to me, it would feel akin to coveting your own sister. Hmm. You can also go visit the subreddit, which is a really amazing place that exists. We'll post the link um, on the subreddit of Tulpa's Gone Wild. And this is where users post pictures of their conquests only since nobody can see them that the message board is just full of pictures of empty beds and vacant rooms and beaches and stuff. It's like, me and my tulpa on vacation. And it's just like a picture of the beach and there's nothing on it. Um, oh, oh boy, you're like, this is, this is why Liz has been jumping up and down for a week and talking about this. So, and this is why I don't think... Tulpamancers are um, inherently bad. I don't think this is a terrible thing for this culture. Um, So a lot of this is going to come from uh, a anthropologist and researcher in transcultural psychiatry and cognitive science, Samuel Vese. Vice I can't pronounce her name, sir, I'm sorry. Uh, but he really wanted to study kind of the cognitive, cultural and therapeutic aspects of topomancy. Uh, so the kind of the people who are making these is generally drawn from primarily urban middle-class, Euro-American adolescent and young adult demographics. Uh, Most topomancers cite loneliness and social anxiety as an incentive to pick up the practice, but they report overwhelming positive changes in their individual and offline social lives, in addition to an array of new and unusual but largely positive experiences. Now, I think there's always going to be the question of whether or not these people suffer from mental illness or schizophrenia. Um, In one survey, there's a small group, so there's 57 respondents of this, but 56% reported being diagnosed with some kind of mental or neurodevelopmental disorder. Most commonly was depressive disorders, anxiety, or autism spectrum in cases of disorders that involve delusion and misperception so think about schizophrenia um overall like um the Talpa becomes a voice of reason during their balance of irrationality so they can turn to their Talpa to be like this is real this is not real so they have like mm. this kind of third voice that's helping to guide them um they basically um So in cases, um, they're basically reporting overwhelmingly positive experience, overall increased happiness, and more confidence in challenging social situations. Uh, And there's also thoughts that conjuring these can make you more empathetic because you're thinking about how another human being would be reacting to a situation. since our culture nominally values individuality, but this is from Fasir, uh, but aggressively imposes a highly standardized framework on behavior, any private mental experience that departs from the sanitized norm will tend to be self interpreted as scary and potential markers of mental illness. But because of that, that inherently is creating a fringe subculture in Telpomancy. And that creates a sense of solidarity and contributing to a feeling of reward because basically you're creating this subculture and you're creating these communities that you're involved with. So you actually get a feeling of belonging and going to things. Um, the of and as being intimate and trustworthy companions can also explain the association between them and improvements in mental health. And they also develop strong bonds and intimate bonds with their system mates uh they are also thought to handle things like this pandemic pretty well since they're used to being alone and they've developed these coping mechanisms and they're able to entertain themselves so yeah. basically yeah i was i'm not gonna yuck their yum they are creative and they're weird but that's okay i mean it's, it's all right you guys can be weird you can create your tulpas i'm not gonna judge you um I will also say there is, of course, a a black and crust metal band named Tulpa, because I'm not going to go through something without finding a metal thing. But I also didn't know what black and crust was to this. So basically, that's a combination of black metal and crust punk so
1: oh, blackened crust i like
0: okay uh, yeah so i got a, a new subgenre uh, of punk today of, of metal punk um and there's a band from parma italy their name is Topa. on their album unhealed you can also hear their song named we will of course release a link to their page and that is Topa, Nancy. and i've been waiting for a week to tell diana about this because it's fucking awesome
1: wow i mean i'm just mostly impressed that you were able to find a tie-in for bronies that's it all comes back to brownies man like it comes back to brownies uh yeah i I don't really have words on this one i I, it's a little uh
0: it takes a while to think about i mean it was a fascinating
1: Um, thing like even on the show when they brought it up i'm like one of the things when they started talking about it it being something that was created um and we'll get they'll get a little bit more into that in a minute but yes, i was like i kind of my mind kind of went like ai uh, yeah a little bit too
0: I mean, I could spend days, weeks, months going down these reddits and the forums, like, it's, I'm not kidding with how much, like, has been written about this, how many people are participating in it, um, and how much this is, you know, a, a strong belief, So I'm like, I'm not going to shit on on this idea, because really, I'm like, Haha, you have imaginary friends, but then, you know, once I started thinking about it, it's like, hey, you're just some weird kids, and you're, not yeah i mean you just embrace being weird i'm a weirdo i'm not saying that as a derogatory thing it's like yeah you're finding an outlet in order to make yourself feel better uh so and who am i this... they're
1: doing that with themselves when they're actually talking to people online about it and they probably could have connected
0: with well but then they do connect to those people and that's why it becomes healthy because healthier i guess uh because they are I'm creating not the, it's not healthy or not real, I yeah. believe in
1: the power of thought and it can do a lot of things. Yeah, I just don't necessarily know if this is the healthiest way
0: to do it. I don't know. I don't I don't know, so I won't say but, that it is or isn't. Yeah, but it's also they because because they are talking to other people online, then they do create, you know, obviously, they already had you know their online forums of bronies and manga and anime, but then you have this basically this creation of a subculture, and yeah. so people who are on the outside of society, like punk rockers, etc. you know, they, we they find their communities. You, yeah. You find this community. And so, and also I think the meditation aspect is something probably should stress a little bit more to you. Like yeah. they had to sit down and really they're have, you know, spending time. This meditating is good for you. Like there's no if, ands, or buts. Like if that's just something that it's really good for you right. to do. So really taking time to sit down, think outside of oneself and, Directing creative energy to something—it's the same thing as writing a story. Like you're—I yeah, I mean,
1: it, it could even be on some levels in parallel to like prayer or whatever else people yeah. do. I mean, that's a lot. It's in the same vein. And and you know, people always talk about—not uh, always, but you hear about—you know—when everybody's like, "All right, everybody's going to focus their energy." You know, they used to do experiments. I think I think Art Bell, which I think I referenced recently. Yeah, Art Bell they used to do things like would do like everybody at this time is going to think this thought and try to manifest this, and it all ties into this concept in a lot of ways. It's about using like the power of thought and intent to manifest something, whether it be an activity or a thing or a, or a pony or something or a fucking brony. I mean, God damn it. My little ponies let's make that shit happen. But yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of different things. So, it's, so it is interesting in that regard. Like I don't, that's why I, I'm not like, it's a little bit shocking to process in some ways, but yeah. it's also not in others. When you think about all the other tie-ins for it in all kinds of, of uh, prayer mythology concept of, um, uh, intent of of willing things into existence for whatever in whatever way
0: yeah is why i love this topic like it really was like and i came into it just like haha you're making fucking ponies and then i was like oh like okay like i can see how this could be good okay for you or you know so i think it's also really interesting the study of those who have and you can there's a lot of comments from people in the community, of uh, those who have schizophrenia, and just talking about how they process, you know, these separate thought forms, and how this can actually be translated into something that's, you know, not uh, so not, you know, not as negative, right? So right. this is just something that's about me. I'm gonna focus it on this other thing. But also those, you know, who aren't schizophrenic, just those who are they're just lonely people and they need something to make them feel better. And so you have to create this other world. Is it good to live in another world outside of this? That I'm not sure of, but the fact that you can tie it back into an online community where you're actually talking to people and you're coming up with creating this world, this social world. Right. Then I think it kind of comes back around. I was like, okay. And it also, like I said, that feeling of helping with anxiety and helping to, yeah. I mean, if you're a lonely person, having somebody to work out that anxiety with, it's not a bad thing. So uh, kudos good for you guys I was yeah, gonna say, yeah. get right. it on you um and if you want to send me pictures of your tulpa feel feel free um, <laughs> all right so we're gonna come back and we're gonna come back to ants and Sam's pants that's where we're coming back so. yes
1: and we all right so they're at the they're talking about tulpas all they're at the having coffee at the rodeo drive-in again and um sam sam's telling background about tulpas and basically that there's an instance where 20 monks meditated um long enough on something they brought something to life they created they brought something. a bowl.
0: They created a bowl, yeah, yeah. They
1: create a bowl, and then, um, but basically, they could you know twenty thousand people online reading all this fucking paranormal website could theoretically make Mordecai real is the concept here, yep. and then Dean has his smart ass statement here that uh, that I liked about like, well, people believe in Santa Claus, why don't I why don't I get hooked up?
0: Yeah, I also had one of the things here is like I seriously doubt Hell Hell's Layer had over ten thousand people.
1: Right, <laughs>
0: like it's it's hard to get
1: followers. God damn it, but yeah, um,
0: we try. Follow us, uh, but, uh, but
1: but I like Sam's response though to the Santa Claus thing was just straight up. he said because you're a bad person. <laughs> 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 Sam said to
0: Dean, I was like, oh shit, all right then. So, yeah. Um, and during this time, Sam is just scratching, itchy, and of like, he's like awkwardly,
1: kind of like just like shifting himself, and it's kind of like, yeah, he is, he is, he definitely has the the itch. The itching powder is effective at this point in his crotchal region.
0: I should have looked this up. I know itching powder is generally made of something, and I can't remember what it is. I forget. I'll, we'll do that for a follow up. We'll post it on IG. We'll find out what what mm-hmm. what itching powder is made out of. Um, yeah.
1: So basically the concept but they figure out is because it's manifested that it's like a game of telephone because the, le- the legend can change. So every time something gets added online, it changes what people believe the legend is, which makes Mordecai change for real, which is why the stupid fucking rock salt didn't fucking work.
0: Yep. So, but then it was also like, well, how do you kill a thought form? What yeah. We I was do? like, oh,
1: yeah. How do you kill a thought form? mean, this is also though where they said it kind of takes on a life of its own. I was like, ooh, I, I had like a little AI vibe to me. Not that I'm well- like...
0: AI vibe, but also things like Slenderman and other things that just become part of, which I think this is a really great exploration of urban legends, right? Mm -hmm. And throughout the episode you can kind of see them talking about how urban ed- legends are created because really we have this like from start to finish this is how urban legends start mm-hmm. i had a cousin dana dana told me we found this and then nope. now it's like oh we're gonna go and we're gonna tell these other people and you can tell these other people and it's gonna change so i yeah i thought it was great right, so they go over that and then sam figures out that dean is the cause of his itching <laughs> yeah 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 and around this
1: also they um but uh, they figure out the hellhound guys did post that video and that like quadrupled their website hits, which feeds the myth even more.
0: Yeah, so they got 50 hits. Yeah, okay,
1: yeah, they have 50 now. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, so Someone's smashing the like button, smash the like button. Um, so Dean decides they need to go to a coffee shop again. That's, that's his go to spot, man. Sam likes the library, Dean likes oh, that coffee shop.
0: I missed that. Yeah, all right, so we get to this coffee shop again. Good catch, yeah, Diana. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's so, a safe space. Yeah, that's his safe place. Um, So they, so then they show back up at the trailer park, um, and there is a sweet blue gremlin there. I was stoked about this fucking car. It's and, theirs, right? Uh, it's, it, it is theirs. It
0: yep. is theirs. If you weren't sure at first. You're just like,
1: damn. I just, I just like that car. But I like weird cars sometimes. I like really, a-
0: really cool cars
1: and I like really weird cars.
0: ones are great cars. They are. It they're just because they're, they're bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but we also get the world's best nerdiest trailer. Like, and this uh, is yeah. gorgeous uh, is an Air, airstream. Yeah, it's, a nice, it's
1: it's airstream style. I don't know if it was new yeah. but it was airstream style. The the, the aluminum yeah
0: yeah, and i'm just going to jump ahead to this part because i was talking about More the in. camper so More it has in. like the best stickers on it so the stickers on the side um say things like paranormal scouting unit step into the light carol ann i'd rather be surfing clean house get exercise and visualize your turn signals That's great great artwork guys like high five high five all the way in this camper the inside of it's great yeah fuck yeah um so and, and, then, well,
1: a great, and a great line comes shortly after with no! the guys are talking inside about whether they should go back to the house or not. And i uh one's scared. And so the line is WWBD. What would Buffy do?
0: Yeah. So we get a Buffy reference. Like I'm, I am here for all this shit. I'm just like, yes, give me the stickers. Give me the yeah. shits. And then, and then like- we cut to
1: outside and they've got fucking yard <laughs> flamingos. I'm like, this is,
0: yeah did they bring the flamingos with them like uh, i don't know like this is i want to go stay in this rv park in the trailer like this is the best is, airbnb, be airbnb ever <laughs> uh, uh, i think so. we found our next money maker right we're gonna recreate the trailer from here oh, right. and yeah and then Nerdy like this is airbnb like- oh my god you, you guys would all stay there i know you would so okay we will totally will make this happen next time we I, i've got we keep, we
1: keep threatening we keep threatening to put like a trailer in airbnb let's make this figure it out
0: yeah. yeah i was like i've got two have a place outside of austin my brother's not building a house on it let's throw a fucking trailer on it um okay so the boys are there and they're basically trying to convince the nerds to shut down their website And they're like man you should do this
1: And they obviously know they're not going to. You can tell this is like a just a ploy if they're trying to figure it out. So they trick them basically, duh, by giving them the death certificate of Mordecai and tell them a story about how, um, oh, hold on, I skipped a good line, sorry, before I get to what they tell them. Was that they, the the Hellhound guys say they can't take down their website because they have an obligation to their fans and the truth? And Dean says I have an obligation to kick both of your asses.
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs>
0: oh, anyways, it's like this really are like their perfect foes, right? It's Sorry, just buddy. like yeah. cool guys versus nerds, like, but they're also nerd. like, but they're like not like they're cool guys, but they're nerd cool guys, like yeah. and versus like other. It's like cool
1: nerd tough nerds versus not tough nerds. Like, it's I like don't punk- know.
0: it's punk rockers versus Scott kids.
1: Like, it's oh just- poor poor Scott kids. they so poor awesome. Scott kids. Um, yeah. So <laughs> basically, they change them. They tell them a different story to change the myth, so that they can go kill Mordecai because they're like, well, if we say that yeah, he just needs a shot in the face with a fucking forty-five, then he fucking ha. Huh, we can just go shoot him in the face with forty-five, and it's over. It's actually pretty clever of a plan. I'm I'm, I'm like oh. So- yeah smart smart boys yeah at first i'm like why do they want him to get shot and i'm like oh duh. then they can go shoot him like it took me a second which i was really embarrassed about but i shared <laughs> anyways you're welcome you're welcome so they end up at this r- really like just cute little like neighborhood diner it's a, like that that i'm like all right that could be anywhere um so i'm not gonna get mad about that not being richardson you're um but it has this really annoying thing on the wall they keep pulling the string and it makes a noise like some like
0: I'm i, I it was box. like like, this is better than Billy Bass. I was, no, like, I no. it's awful.
1: Rubbish. I do <laughs> not I hate it. I hate it. there's like this like laugh, like laugh thing, cackle thing. Oh my god. And he
0: has a fish. This is cowboy
1: holding a fish. Cowboy holding a fish, and they pull a string and his mouth, like a nutcracker, like opens and makes it Anyway, no, no, no. So annoying. Ugh. and then um, and they're drinking a beer, and I could not figure out which beer it was. I was looking like very closely. I think it's made. It up.
0: Kind of- it's probably made up, but it looked very similar to a quartzite. Uh, but it
1: said something Tejas. It looked something like Larkland Tejas or something like that. Anyways. Ah, uh, I'm okay. sure can- Tejas was definitely on it. So I was like, all right, they're trying to show some Texas beer. Yes, you would be drinking Texas beer in fucking Texas. So all right, you got a point there. Um, and uh they're trying to just see if the website's been updated. See if the guys like either added this like new myth to it, and they're trying to check for that. And in the midst of this, um, Sam glues Dean's hand to his (laughs) beer bottle. So prank war continues. Prank war, which I'm also kind of like worried. Like, how the fuck did he do that? Like, I mean, Dean's like actively drinking periodically. Puts his beer down. Like, did he just like reach up and like squirt a bunch of super (laughs) glue inside the the bottle real fast? Like, it was kind of
0: like maybe Dean went to take a leak and he was like, while he was away, then he did it. Like, Sam wore the beers. Yeah,
1: I was a little. I was like, wait a minute. There's some logistics here. Yeah, um, I,
0: I can make it happen. I could super glue your hand to a beer, but I wouldn't because don't. that's awful, <laughs> and that is like this life, like that is terrible. Like in order to get super glue off a of shade it's really bad. And I should know because I super glue my fingers all the time with corset stuff. So, yeah. I and mean, which is why I don't have any fingerprints anymore, and so I can commit many crimes. All right, so we got jeans back, back wood, to the scary house, back to the woods, and my favorite sign is back. <laughs> it's there to distract the cops.
1: The annoying, the annoying fisherman laughing is yeah. yeah this
0: really is where going. we're going. Definitely running the B team on the deputies here. Uh, oh, yeah. so- the deputies are investigating this and like both of them go. I'm like, what the fuck? One of you can't go, one watch the house. Like yeah. you're B team for sure. And the boys, so they go in with their guns and we get a we do get another really great line of Dean saying, like, I barely have any skin left in my palm. And I was like, I'm not touching that line with the 10 foot pole. Kudos, mm-hmm. claps, claps all around for that. That's such a great line. Yeah. Uh, and then the nerds crash the party. Like, oh no, nerds.
1: Of course. Of course. Because they're trying to get a book and a movie deal.
0: <laughs> uh, mordecai crashes the door he gets shot a bunch of times they disappears. My, i wrote down i wrote down door flies open bros start blasting
1: <laughs> so that was my anyways was you my should note. feel
0: really bad for that one no Just, i don't not, i'm gonna own it no. i'm gonna own it oh man yeah. smash the like button for that one no, no uh, do
1: <laughs> so yeah he disappears and then they're trying to check the camera and the guy pops up again basically you get the big fight and the, but this mordecai keeps like dissipating and then reappearing and they figure out that basically the fucking server crashed so barely anybody saw the new myth so that it hasn't perpetuated into uh
0: mordecai yep and we get the nerds trying to the power of christ compel to it. i was like oh ah, so good
1: and yeah. then we
0: get sam fighting with the ghost and i'm so like I well dean
1: it. is prepping to burn the
0: motherfucker down that's yep. what that's
1: i like that that's dean's solution a lot by the way i feel like he's just like no. burn it with fire
0: Kill it with fire. I am a fan of this method, but what yeah. I also don't understand. So you know, basically, even probably jumping ahead a bit, but he's like, you all know, right. you can't haunt a house if there's no house to haunt. Oh, yeah. like, so why don't you do this all the time? Like, yeah. why are we you bothering? Everything. Like, why burn are you burning co- going and like digging up graves? Like, just yeah. burn the fucking right. house down. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: a good point. So yeah, so they. But and I like the also. Suddenly, he finds the spray paint cans that apparently were used to draw these symbols because <laughs> he uses that as a as like a like a flamethrower
0: yeah it's pretty no. entertaining
1: oh I didn't i'm not upset this. about it it was entertaining i was just like they didn't notice the fucking spray paint cans before when they were like searching this house looking to see like clues like come on man
0: You yeah, know, this was not taken as evidence apparently bt cops they ba- um yeah, uh, so good of you for noticing it was spray paint cans because I was just like, oh, hairspray like, fight. Is,
1: uh, no, I was like, what the fuck is it? a can? What can did they find in this house? Everybody's been like, cops been through and everything else. I thought it was weird.
0: I just figured What's that's up? part of like your jump kit, right? This is your go kit within. Like, you just put like hairspray in there because you may have to hairspray a bug. You know, like, you know, they, these aerosols. Part- I'm get- sure
1: they should be stashing baby's trunk with some aerosol.
0: Yeah. Yes, and also Dean's hair. Sam's obviously not because it's too fucking shaggy. Yeah. But Dean's hair Dean's probably, needs probably needs some yeah. yeah. At least some gel. Like you know, Boose. some there's Boose. there's some aerosol in there. I Later on, I'm sure Sam's hair gets some more love. But in here right now, he's just like, I'm just gonna be a shaggy fucking dog. Flop, floppy hair. Yeah. Huh? So also the house starts burning down. I'm like, where the fuck are OB And the B Team cops are shitty. They are so shitty. I'm like yeah, they yeah, totally okay. miss that
1: the house is on fire. And while like, the house is burning down, you see the ghost in the doorway. for a minute yeah it's kind of kind of creepy yeah
0: he dissipates but I'm just like yeah you you you're the worst fucking sheriffs ever like no you suck I
1: thought I thought it was pretty profound thing um, that's thought here though and like it does tie kind of into what we're talking about with like the tulpas and with everything else um in in the thematic in this episode was that Sam wonders allowed do the things that they hunt only exist because people believe in them I thought that was kind of like "Mm."
0: Oh, it's awful, very thoughtful. thoughtful.
1: Yeah, I thought so. that was a good one. Good yeah. thought. So, yeah, anyways,
0: <laughs> if I can cut, cut to your boys, your paranormal boys. We're back Bat- to the world's best trailer park, and so they're like, Yeah, we got a call from a Hollywood producer, we can get a movie deal. Yeah, but it was Sam,
1: <laughs> it was Sam pretending. And then Dean confesses that he put a dead fish in the backseat of their car too. Rose, also feel like those choice of pranks is very like descriptive of these characters. Like, of course, Sam's got like the somewhat like, oh, I know what they want, so I'm going to trick them with it with a phone call, like that whole thing. Whereas Dean's like, this will be stinky. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, <laughs> like, I felt like that was very character appropriate for both of them. I thought that was funny and so uh and then they call so then um sam and dean call a truce for the next hundred miles <laughs> so there
0: we yeah go. so truce prank war is over but that also ends this episode which was i will say a fucking delight
1: it was really entertaining like i didn't find like like the the ghost of this like as mad as i was about richardson which i will say <laughs> troubled me throughout and i did not get over it the episode itself was very entertaining. It was just not set in fucking Richards in Texas.
0: That's all
1: I know. That's all I know. But I did. But I did enjoy it. It was really there's great one-liners, really entertaining characters. Even though you know you're not, you know, like you know, it's a one episode character, but they were entertaining and engaging uh, and interesting. Um, you knew. I felt like you knew the sub characters. You know what I mean? Which was kind of hard to do in one episode. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Uh, even though they were totally stereotypes, it was entertaining as hell.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I just thought this episode was really, even though I was the only one-time writer, only one-time director, like. I just thought it was cheery. I think this sets the tone for why I love Supernatural, and just fucking, you know, we got Dean and Sam's characters not taking themselves too seriously, and the prank war right. is like a Lots really good, jokes. a good thing for that. um And then also, like the the story is scary, but it's not like, oh my god, I want to go hide somewhere. You know, we get Satan's vegetable cellar. Like, there's just uh, there's so many things with this episode that I think it was just like check, 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 and. I mean, and it was in Texas, not not really in Texas, but at least like we got some Texas love. I'm gonna tell myself that it was
1: actually somewhere in East Texas because then I could probably believe it.
0: This totally looked like East Texas. I will give you that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Richardson. I would buy that. Yeah, Richardson, do Texas like so?
1: But yeah,
0: yeah, it's a good one. Anything else to say? No, that's what I got. It's just not Richardson. Uh (laughs) all right so not not richardson but um also we got i don't like haunted
1: houses and i don't like they went into haunted house but it was a good episode it was really interesting
0: what was a haunt. it was a house haunted by the world's lamest ghost like i was like oh my god like overall how i had an axe like i would just be laughing at that ghost a lot um and just be like really this is this is what we're going with like i would would not be
1: laughing i would i would rather find
0: rats (laughs) oh all right all right so i think that's it all right cheers shirt cheers bitch thanks for listening to this week's episode of devil's trap podcast
1: be sure to follow us on instagram devil's trap podcast twitter devil's trap pod or you can email us devil's trap at devil's trap podcast.com
0: don't forget to subscribe leave reviews and share it with all your friends we're available at all your major podcast listening devices or you can always find us at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Thanks. Devil's Trap Podcast is a Don't Be a Dick Production. Meow.
1: Intro music, arrangement and performance by Dave Cox. Piano
0: arrangement and performance by Bobby Orozco. Meow.